He grabbed us both and pulled us down onto the floor of the carriage. There came a sudden roaring overhead. The sound of guns blazing, of shattering glass, of screaming, of the train whistling, gathering furious speed all the time. I was up on my knees, wanting to look out again to see what was happening. But the stranger pulled me down again and held me there. You'll be back, he said. Stay put where you are, you hear me? He was covering Ma and me now, his arms around us both, holding us to him, hands over our heads, protecting us. He was right about the plane. Only moments later it was back and attacking again. We heard a bomb exploding and the repeated rat-a-tat-tat, rat-a-tat of firing, and with it came the whining and the roaring of the plane's engine as it passed overhead. And all the while the train raced on, faster, faster, until we were plunged into the sudden blackness of a tunnel. The brakes went on hard, so shrill and loud that it hurt my ears. We found ourselves thrown violently together, squeezed half up against the seat and half underneath it. The squealing of the brakes seemed to go on forever, and all the while the stranger clung on to us tight, until at long last the train came to a shuddering, hissing halt and we were lying together there in the darkness. It felt almost as if the train and ourselves were breathing in unison, panting, both of us trying to calm down. The carriage was thick with darkness, pitch black. Don't like tunnels, I said, trying my best not to sound as frightened as I was. How long are we going to be in here, Ma? Best place for us just at the moment, son, the stranger told me. And we're safe enough, that's for sure. We got a lot to thank the train driver for. He'll stay in here long as it takes, I reckon. Don't you worry, son. He was helping me to my feet and sitting me down. I felt Ma's arm come around me. She knew what I was going through. It wasn't the German plane or the shooting that terrified me. That had been exciting. It was the dark this thick, solid wall of blackness all around me, closing in on me, enveloping me. Ma knew I couldn't stand it, that I had to have the light on outside my bedroom door at night, as well as the lamp in the street outside. I felt a sob of fear rising in my throat and swallowed it, but it came back up again and again, like hiccups of terror that would not stop. It's the dark, Ma explained. Barney don't like it. Never as. Nor me neither, said the stranger. And as he spoke, there was a sudden flicker of light in the darkness. Then an orange flame, which lit up his face and his smile. Then the whole carriage. Smoke a pipe, don't I? He went on. So I always have my box of matches handy. Swan Vestas. You know, the ones with the swan on the box. He showed me. It rattled when he shook it. See? Good they are. Last longer. At once the panic in me subsided, and I knew it would not start again, just so long as the match lasted. The thing is, son, the stranger went on, I reckon we're going to have to be in here for quite a while. If I was the engine driver, I'd sit tight in this tunnel till I was certain that plane, and I think maybe there was two of them, or more, who knows, until I was quite...